following program is pre-recorded. Hi, from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, uh, just last night you talked about uh, in terms of spiritual warfare that we have as the human race three enemies and the Bible identifies those as the world, the flesh, and Satan. And mm-hmm. so uh, those are um, are uh, certainly things that we need to watch out for. And you talked about that, how we can watch out for those particular influences in our life and just the living out of life. Uh, but there's uh, this thing of strongholds in mm-hmm. our life as well. What uh, What's that about? Well, periodically you even hear a term uh, about a military stronghold, um, meaning it's a secure or or a fortified place dominated by the enemy. Or it could be friendly forces, uh, in other words, having a foothold Hmm. uh, or military stronghold. Uh, So with that equivalent, a spiritual stronghold is a deeply rooted thought pattern dominated by, in this case, what we were talking about earlier and what you mentioned, worldly thinking. This is the world, the flesh, and Satan. Worldly thinking, fleshly habits, and satanic influences. And uh, this term of, of strongholds, uh, we find in Second Corinthians 10, beginning in verse 3, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have, the divi- they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So in this case, the stronghold would be a negative stronghold in our lives. And... It's important to realize if we're if we're talking about what is this warfare with the world, uh, I, you know I've I've always thought of the world as um, the oceans and the trees and you know the, the beautiful green lush uh, look of of many parts of of the world. That is not what we're talking about here. That is that's the physical world. Uh, we're talking about a spiritual warfare that God introduces in the Bible. <clears throat> and I remember the first time when, you know, I, I because I wasn't raised with the Bible, I didn't uh, have this context. <clears throat> and I thought, well, I, I, I don't know anything about this. So the world will tempt us to seek its approval. Um, understand what we're talking about is the world is a um, this invisible system of ideas and uh, activities in opposition to the God of the Bible and and His rule. So this is the this is not the beautiful world that we can just justifiably um, enjoy, but. If if it's if it's a world, or in fact, multiple times you'll see that that 
is that word world is used, and it's just based on the context. You have to look at the context. Um, how, it, uh, for example, in First John 2, immediately I think of, uh, do not love the world or anything in the world. Again, this is not talking about our beautiful world as we see it and think about it. This is worldliness that is in opposition to God. So, um, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the uh, love, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. And that's that world in opposition to God. So, but it's it's the idea. So, uh, the world attempts us to uh, conform to the standard, its standard of ethics, which would be in opposition to God. Uh, to accept uh, its philosophy, not not presenting the truths of God. Uh, the world tempts you to gain its wealth. Uh, the world tempts you to seek its power. Uh, tempts you to question God's word. Tempts you to be intellectually ashamed of Christ. And the world tempts you to regard trust in God as foolishness. And these are points that are, are stated when you really look at the Bible. Um, you know, when, when I mentioned the military, a prepared military is designed to do battle in uh, three areas. You hear this frequently in military terms, in the air, on the land, and on the sea. You know, the, the army... Uh, well, it'd be the Air Force uh, on on the land. It would be uh, the Army, and on the sea, the Navy. So Christians also need to prepare for attacks on three fronts. Just knowing your enemy will not be enough. Um, as a well-trained soldier, we need to recognize danger from the world, the flesh, and Satan, and be prepared. Uh, even before the attack occurs. The Bible says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple, meaning the foolish, keep going. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1, 11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, 
and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. They can talk with you anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'd like to do that to help you get to God's hope through our resources. They believe that no one needs to struggle alone. They'd like to help you through any uh, situation you might be dealing with. Just let them know what uh, kind of information that uh, you would like to, to just get some input on and some understanding on a situation in your life. And They'll be happy to recommend some of our resources that will help you do that. I want to recommend one of our keys for living, and it's on spiritual warfare. And uh, as June was speaking about that, you can get that from calling our customer support team again at 800-488-HOPE. And if that's a uh, topic that's of interest to you, again, it's uh, spiritual warfare, a strategy for the battle. Now, if you'd like to speak with June about a situation going on in your life, and uh, you'd like to do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night uh, and be on the program with us, we'd like to welcome you to do that. Call 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, you'll just leave a message for us. We'll talk to you about what questions you have and then uh, schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That number, 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Well, June, we had a great conversation just last night with a, a caller uh, calling in about the topic of spiritual warfare. You were speaking about a moment ago, and we uh, needed to uh, get some more questions answered and talk a little further with her. So we get to do that right away. We're uh, welcoming back to the program tonight from Texas. Here's Diana. Well, I do welcome you back, Diana. And I know that um, you had questions and they are legitimate questions, and I think they're important that uh, we address what you wondered about, some of these experiences that you had before you were authentically saved. Um, you were um, um, not, um, you, you're wondering why did certain things happen that changed uh, even you, um, and like you mentioned, your father um, died, and he had had really animosity toward your mom, and specifically he was intolerant, he was impatient. You mentioned certain things, and uh, when you were in the bedroom, 
after he died, his bedroom, you woke up and now you were like your father and you knew that that wasn't basically the true you. Uh, you, you were not a, a, a real angry person and everything, but you couldn't understand how how now you were against your mother when that was more the position of your father. And uh, so you were trying to understand what could have been going on. Uh, am I correct about what I've just said? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. And so then you asked about Sophia. The um, one I call Sophia. The one you call Sophia. It's, and it's, I, I, yeah, I don't know yeah. what her name is, but I just call her the one I call Sophia. <laughs> okay, and so you don't know where you got that name, is that correct? No, no okay. and I don't know where I got this impression that it was feminine. Um, it, it because it didn't look like a human. Ah, there was a look. Is that correct? There was a physical look that you had. No, it was. Uh, well, I I was with her physically, but she wasn't human. So there was no physical attributes that sh that I could tell it was feminine. It just was. I was left with it was feminine, and its name was Sophia. And so I call her the one I call Sophia, because okay. I really don't know. And what did you seem to get from this Sophia, or the, what was the impact on you? Um, it was it was really profound because um, you know I'm not I'm none of these none of this kind of thing had ever happened before my dad died and that whole change happened. Um, and when that happened, there was also a lot of other cr just crazy things going on, um, things I could do that, that didn't make any sense. Um, and I, I hesitate to glorify them because they gave me a lot of sense of power and of being really special because I could do these things. Um, um, but when I got, she called me in that twilight space. In the morning, when you're not quite awake, but you're not still asleep. Okay. Um, that's when I heard her. She called my name. And um, I thought it was my mother, because after my dad died, I moved back from New York. I didn't want my mom living on her own out in the country. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was my mom, and I was like, oh, I don't want to wake up yet. You know, I really love that twilight space. <laughs> mm -hmm. And... Um, and then the, 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 you know, the call kept my name in my, it was just in my head, just calling my, just called my name in this really gentle, beautiful voice. And I thought, oh, no, oh, mom's fallen, something's wrong. And I jumped out of bed and I went rushing everywhere, looking for a calling. She was nowhere. And then I noticed the keys were gone. I was like, oh, it's Sunday. She's at church. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, who called me? Um, because, you know, the second, the second one, I was m way more awake. It, that really woke me up, and I just didn't want to be awake yet. Um, and then after a short, maybe a couple weeks, um, 
I thought, well, you know, everyone talks about this meditation business, and my sister, my brother, for years had been trying to get me to do these kinds of things, and I just have no interest. But I thought this one afternoon, let me just sit on the deck and let me just do this meditation thing and with the intention of connecting with who was it that called me. And I went on the most spectacular journey. I mean, I remember it. I remember it so clearly. It was absolutely incredible. And I ended up in this place that was like being on the inside of a cave. Um, and I was just sitting there. And then this, this, she came out of the tunnel that was on the other side of the cave. And she had two of the two just like her flanking her. So immediately, I thought she was of importance. Because it mm. seemed like they were there either escorting her or protecting her. I don't know. And she came and sat next in front of me. And I just, I have never felt so loved. Never. I felt so mm. special, so loved. And we had some kind of conversation, but it wasn't with talking. It was just like, I hate to say it, like telepathy or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember anything. Uh, the only thing I remember about that conversation is her ending. The last thing she said to me was, are you sure you still want to do this? And I was feeling so safe in that overwhelming love and goodness is how it felt that I just said yes. Because clearly I was being asked to do this really amazing, great thing. And then she got up and she left. And as soon as she left, boom, I, I was back in my chair on the deck. And I'd been sitting there hours because it was nighttime. And um, I just was like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Um, because it happened very quickly when I first sat down. Very quickly I was on my way on this journey. Um and I tried to speak to some people about it because it really freaked me out because I've never had anything like that happen to me. I've never been somebody who's wanted to try to astral travel or do any of these things. That's not been a bent for me. Um, but everybody shut me down. Everybody shut me down, even, you know, even the people who were into all the crystals and everything. I thought, oh, they'll, they'll be able to help me. Nope, thought I was crazy. And I ended up uh, going onto the internet, and that's how I ended up falling into these metaphysical groups because they could explain things. They had people who had similar experiences. And I didn't realize that I was actually getting sucked right into that New Age movement. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then what happened was a couple weeks later or a week later, um, I, was, I just went to bed, and I usually don't dream or I don't remember that I dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I, all of a sudden, I was in this dark corridor, and she came up, and she had, this time she had like a, a cape on with a high back around the neck and the head, you know, um, and she said to me again, are you sure you still want to do this? And I said, yes. And she turned, and I followed her down this corridor, really dim lit corridor and then these doors opened at the end on the right almost like those star trek doors just like you know not like a regular door and this bright light shone through 
And she went in, and as I went up to the light, I got so scared. And then I woke up. And I really, you know, with all the other crazy things that were going on, I've had other experiences as well, not with her, but with other, whatever you want to call them, beings, creatures, I don't know, demons, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I've never, ever found anyone who can... Give me any guidance on that. What do I do with that? Anyways, I and I, I've got it, I've got her tattooed on my shoulder. She was absolutely beautiful, and I didn't want to forget that experience uh, just of being so loved. Um, and then, like I said, you know, after all this alien stuff started coming out on the news and from the Pentagon and the Air Force and the Navy, um, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs. Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, did a sermon on it. He said, I need to address this people. He goes, these are demons. And when he said that, um, it was probably about two, two months ago, immediately I thought about, what? okay, so if that wasn't one of God's heavenly creatures, first of all, what was I interacting with? What called me and, and had me take this unearthly journey that was amazing? Um, but what did I agree to? Because both times she stressed, are you sure you still want to do this? And now I'm like, okay, what have I agreed to? What did I twice agree to? Because mm -hmm. it almost sounds, now that I think back, it almost sounds like she was giving me a last chance to back out of this. Like, it's going to be dangerous, or it's going to be, it's really going to change my life. Or, like, the consequence of saying yes is going to be really big for me. And if that was a demon, what have I agreed to? And, and, and am I mm -hmm. stuck in that? Is that, like, written in my blood? The good news is this. When you, three years ago, became an authentic Christian and you said your whole life changed, <clears throat> and you talked about having a peace that you had never had before, and that this is separate from what you've been describing, but, and that these are two separate events. What I'm saying to you is based on the authority of the Word of God and that is your authority now as a true authentic Christian. It, the Bible says greater are you, greater is he or she who is in the world and that, um, that is Jesus. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. 
That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. If you have any questions about tonight's topic on spiritual warfare, just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. They can be reached anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to do that and to get you the right resources. Maybe they can point to a resource that's a a free resource on our website, one of our quick reference guides that includes a lot of scripture there, bullet points that kind of uh, encapsulate the particular topic that that's dealing with. They can show you that, or you can get the full treatment of any topic, over 100 topics that we have here in our Keys for Living library, and they'll be happy to do that and uh, send those on their way so you can get all the information you need. So get in touch with them at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. You might ask them about the Keys for Living on Spiritual Warfare called Strategy for the Battle. And uh, you can email them also at customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. That's customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. Well, let's return to our conversation now with Diana. Well, Diana, I need to repeat the scripture correctly. Um, I spilled some water all of a sudden when I was talking and then and I got to, uh, um, uh, dis- distracted. Okay. In 1 John 4, 4. And that's an important scripture. And I want you to write that down. Do you have a, a piece of paper there? Uh, I'm heading somewhere to write it down. Okay. Just sometimes there are some... In, in fact... It's going to be very important for you to be in a Bible study with others that, that is uh, what I would call solid, trustworthy. <clears throat> and uh, you will learn these important scriptures. First um, John, are you ready now, do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. It's, it, there's, there's the Gospel of John, and that's not what we're talking about. There are three letters they're called epistles or letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and written by the same author. Uh, the Apostle John also wrote the book of Revelation. Now, this 1st John, four, chapter 4, verse 4, 
it says, greater is he that is in you as a Christian or in me as I, um, I am a Christian. <clears throat> greater is he that's Jesus you know it's 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 Jesus is God are you are you clear about that that Jesus is God yes. okay yes. so greater is God that is in you than he that's in the world and that's that's referring to the enemy of God than Satan or any demonic force any demonic spirit so nothing is greater than God himself. And therefore, for you to have participated in anything or even said, yes, I'm willing to do whatever, and you didn't even know what you were agreeing to, <clears throat> you just felt that there was this being that had uh, some sense of love that you experienced um but but it's not like a contract where there are terms and you see exactly what it is you're agreeing to <clears throat> you were responding emotionally um and the most important thing to to realize is um anything that would work against you see cuz i'm hearing you do not want to align yourself with that, which is going to work against you, correct? Oh, I have turned my back against all of that. Good. Well, Isaiah 54, verse 17. Isaiah 54, verse 17 says, No weapon forged against you will prevail. No weapon forged against you will prevail. And it's because when you have... Christ in you when you are when you belong to the Lord <clears throat> and that's um, that's imperative for us all to understand as for those of us who are Christians um, that the fact that all just just realize all of us have chosen wrong all of us Every, the Bible says all we like sheep have gone astray. All means all. You're no different. And mm -hmm. anything that you chose at one time, anything that would have been wrong for you, um, there is not a hold on you that cannot be overcome, meaning there's no power greater than God's power. And when we read that our body is not our own, <laughs> um, therefore honor God, we've been bought with a price. And that is the precious blood of Jesus Christ who chose to die for our sins. He was sinless. He didn't commit any sin. And yet, sin, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. The payment for, for our sin um, 
is death. And indeed, Jesus paid with his death uh, the price of his own life. And it was so that he purchased our forgiveness so that anything that where we have, we were wrong and that that's why it is incredible the sacrifice that that Jesus paid um in, indeed he knew even before you were born he knew all of your life he knows everything god knows all he's all knowing and we're not all knowing Obviously, you didn't even know what this entity was that you were interacting with. You just felt good. There was something that felt good. Yet what we, we see clearly when we read the Bible is that uh, the enemy of God called Satan, uh, he's a deceiver. Uh, he's the father of lies. Uh, the Bible says he leads the whole world astray. Uh, he's an accuser. There are all these things. He's working. His, his job, his purpose is to defeat the God of the Bible. His, his job, uh, this is Satan. The word Satan means adversary. And... Um, you know, First Peter 5, 8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. devour. So he, he would love to defeat any intention that God has for you. He would love to lead you astray now. All the more. You are to be alert and have a sober mind and say, no, I will not cooperate no matter, uh, you know, he's even called the angel of light. He can appear <laughs> some, so attractive. And once we realize that, you know, all that glitters, you, you've heard this expression, all that glitters is not gold. Have you heard that? Yes, well, I have. Uh, there, there, there's even what is called fool's gold. Have you seen mm -hmm. fool's gold? I have. It, well, you know, so so it, it's not true gold, but it shines. <laughs> it shines. It looks attractive. It, it, actually, it actually is attractive. And so that doesn't make it gold as the the prized quote unquote metal that it is um and so when so we we just need to be aware what will protect us well that is why the bible is the holy bible it's not it's like no other um holy means uh, set apart like no other. Um, and the Bible is authored by God. This is why it's huge for you to more and more know what God 
the God of the Bible says. And the Bible, in fact, there's a scripture that says all, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that the, the, all the word of God is, is, it, is God breathed. God breathed. Meaning, God literally inspired those who were going to be the scribes that would write what he would choose to have written. And he has, he being God, he has the ability to protect what he wants to communicate to us. Does that part make sense? Yes. Okay. So the more and more you deal with the authentic Word of God, <clears throat> the more you will see the counterfeit. Consequently, where in the Bible would you see anything like what you were experiencing? There, there are words of strong caution about many of the acts that you um, that, that that are of the occult, uh, like astral projection, which you mentioned last night and tonight. And I'm I'm just many saying other this, things. and I'm sure that you have experienced a number of things that were very, uh, I will say, not of the natural world. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I have books full of them. So what we want to do then is determine, are you willing to do what God would want you to do to literally um, set a right course? Meaning, for you to, uh, what, what do you do with the items that you have uh, that are not aligned with God's will and His Word? You are to destroy I, I, them. I got rid of them, yes. Good, good, okay, great. You, you destroy those. And there's a... Yes, I, I threw them away. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know... The reason that's important is we even see scripture that uh, those, and I'm talking about when people became aware of the danger of this, the, the scripture is very clear uh, in Acts 19.19, 19, those who practice sorcery, they burned the scrolls. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, 
Give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Uh, If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, really, there are over 100 of our Keys for Living to help you address your situation. The Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on so many topics, and uh, something is sure to connect with what you're dealing with in life. Just talk to the customer support team at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you get the right resources into your hands, and uh, you can start learning on those uh, things that you'd like to know more about and what situations, struggles you might be having in your life. We have the Keys for Living on Spiritual Warfare called Strategy for the Battle, and uh, their number, again, for customer support is 800-488-HOPE. Also, check out our website if you'd like to see the full listing of our resources there. It's at hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find our updated Keys for Living. You can find Bible studies, other books that June has written. And again, that's uh, hopefortheheart.org. Well, June, let's get back to our conversation with Diana. Well, my friend, I think what could be highly valuable for you at this point, because you've mentioned several times, what did I agree to? Well, you obviously didn't have a list or it was not defined for you even though you said yes. So uh, there are times when you could have uh, a contract and you can literally void the contract. I mean, that is done in business, in the business world, in commercial commercial properties, all kinds of things. And that's why I think it would be valuable for us to do a spiritual warfare prayer. Would you like for us to do that? I would love that. Okay. I'm going to tell you what will be, we'll have the prayer, but I want you to hear the scripture that's behind 
this prayer or the underpinnings. Because, see, I want you to more and more look to what does God say and let him be the source of, of your actions, your thinking, so that if, I will ask this, do you want to be, or do you want the blessing of God for your life? Yes, I do. Okay. In order to have his blessing, then you don't go against what he says. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So, whatever we do, if we're against what God says, there's no reason for us to have to assume that we would have God's blessing. And conversely, when we align our lives with God's will, He blesses that which is according to His will. Right? So that means you will want to do that which brings about the blessing of God. And so what we see in the Bible in Revelation 12, verse 11, um, it's, it's a scripture that they triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb. This is over Satan. Uh, they... Um, they triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The blood of the Lamb is Jesus shedding his blood on the cross. And the word of their testimony is we testify that we are literally yielding our will to, to God's will, not yielding in any way to Satan. And the scripture in 1 Corinthians 6 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So the price was the blood of Christ. And therefore, we're going to um, affirm that in this prayer that you belong to the Lord you don't belong to any entity that works against God that gets credit for I mean you, you can have all kinds of emotions but these are not emotions that are what are uh, blessed by God if it draws you away from the God of the Bible. It's like competing. And so we are told, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We're told in Ephesians 6, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And what we see, actually, Diana, in the Bible, we see that God 
put a hedge of protection around Job. In other words, Job in the Bible, um, he put a hedge around Job, around his household, and everything that he had. And he blessed the work of his hands. And there were huge flocks and herds that spread throughout the land. So if God put a hedge around Job, we're going to ask him to put that hedge around you. Okay? Mm. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you just to repeat after me if you agree with what this, uh, the, the, what, what I'm saying that represents these scriptures, um, this is going to be what I believe will accomplish your purpose. Uh, so just repeat after me. Thank you, Father, that I'm your child. Thank you, Father, that I am your child. And that Christ who is in me and that Christ who is in me is greater than Satan who is in the world. Is greater than Satan who is in the world. Thank you, Lord, that that's true. Thank you, Lord, that that is true. I acknowledge that Satan is a defeated enemy. I acknowledge that Satan is a defeated enemy. He was defeated when the blood of Christ He was defeated when the blood of Christ was shed at Calvary. Was shed at Calvary. His blood paid for the guilt of my sin. His blood paid for the guilt of my sin. I am a child of God now. I am a child of God now. And Satan has no authority over me. Satan has no authority over me. I've been bought with a price. I've been bought with a price. My body is not my own. My body is not my own. It belongs to Jesus Christ. It belongs to Jesus Christ. I refuse all thoughts that are not from God. I refuse all thoughts that are not from God. I resist Satan and his power. I refute Satan and his power. As I stand in the full armor of God, as I stand in the full armor of God, I ask you to bind Satan, I ask you to bind Satan, and his demonic realm, and his demonic realm, from any influence over me, from any influence over me, no spirit, no demon has power over me. No spirit, no demon has power over me. No, no oath or agreement that I made at any time. No oath or agreement that I made at any time. Has bearing on my life now. Has bearing on my life now. Because I belong to Christ Jesus. Because I belong to Christ Jesus. Just as you put a hedge of protection around Job. Just as you put a hedge of protection around Job. I ask you to put a hedge of protection around me. I ask you to put a hedge of protection around me. 
completely around me for my good. Completely around me for my good. And for your glory. And for your glory. Set me free, Lord Jesus. Set me free, Lord Jesus. Thank you that I am forgiven and set free. Thank you that I am forgiven and set free. From all of my sin. From all of my sin. I belong solely to you, Lord Jesus. I belong solely to you, Lord Jesus. In your precious name I pray. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So how are you feeling right now? I feel very, I'm actually, I'm standing up. I wanted to be Mm. standing. Mm. I feel, I just feel like I'm in my body and everything is okay. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I just feel really present in my body. I feel, I feel safe. Mm. And you know what? I am not worried about that anymore. (laughs) Yes. It is over. It is gone. It is in the pot where it belongs. <laughs> and well, no more honey attracting me. Yes. You no know, more it, fool's gold. <laughs> you know, it took, it took me a while to figure out that how evil gets you is not with vinegar, it's with honey, and they make you feel mm-hmm. good, and it all seems good and powerful, but it gets you in the end. Mm. Don't forget... Um, Adam and Eve at the beginning, they were fooled. They thought they could eat (laughs) of this tree. Well, you know, the truth is, you're no longer bound by the temptation. He is victorious over your temptation. And the closer you are to the Word of God, the more you're going to be able to see victory in your life, just like you're experiencing right now. And Thank you, Jim. Well, I just want you to be aware. There are hosts of people who are praying for you right now. There are people <laughs> who know that in heaven you're going to be able to say thank you And you can say, God, would you bring to me those who prayed for me, even though I didn't get to see them face to face. Thank you that their prayers have been answered for me. Well, I'd I'd just like to say thank you right now. (laughs) Well, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. And in heaven, um, well, I'm so proud of you. We'll be sending you uh, our material on Uh, the occult, and uh, Satan, demons, and Satanism. God bless you. We will send those keys for living on the occult called Dispelling the Darkness. Also, Satan, demons, and Satanism, seeing the sinister reality. We'll send those out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. 
Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.